Welcome to the Love Marriage Again podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Siobhan Parat. In this podcast, you will receive the wisdom, the insight, and the tools you need to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Your marriage is meant to be amazing. Your marriage should be your favorite place to be. Your marriage should bring out the best in you. I'm here to help you create that. In each episode, I'll coach you to improve your communication, build a deeper connection, become a more united team, and experience more intimacy. Here, we have real conversations about what can make marriage hard, and more importantly, how to make it easy. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm so delighted that we get to have this conversation today. I want to talk to you about being prepared for anything. One of the most valuable perspectives you can have when it comes to improving your marriage, improving your communication, feeling better in your marriage, showing up better as a partner is to feel prepared and equipped. And I've been doing a lot of thinking about this for a variety of reasons. One, of course, to bring you what I would think is valuable information here to the podcast, but I've also been thinking about it in my own life. So if you listened last week, you heard me talk about my goal for the year related to my health um, to lose 45 pounds. And I think I'll probably just start sharing like where I am on that journey. So this first week has gone great in terms of my actions and in terms of me being in integrity with what I have said I would be doing. And the scale is moving. So I am down one pound. Although the scale was so wacky this morning, it gave me an initial weight that just like didn't make sense. So I like got back on it again. And I like weighed myself like five different times and got five different answers. But I'm going to count it as one full pound down. It went up and down the whole week as it does because I've learned that weight loss is not linear, just like marriage. (laughs) So anyways, the reason I say that is because as I think about this journey and as I think about it being a long-term game, it's so important that I feel prepared. Like we went out to dinner this weekend Um, The kids had a play date that required like me to have lunch out instead of home. And so in all of those situations, it was just so helpful to feel prepared and to have decided ahead of time and know ahead of time what I was going to do. And the same is true in your marriage. A lot of times people come to me wanting to know how to start a conversation, how to handle a specific situation, because in all likelihood, the last time that it happened, they weren't prepared and it didn't go the way that they wanted and they weren't happy with the result. So the solution is really cultivating 
an experience within yourself where you feel prepared for anything. And so today I want to sort of walk you through both the mindset of being prepared for anything as well as some just practical actions and steps to take, particularly when it comes to communication. So I think in your marriage, it is important that you spend your time focusing on the place where you can have the greatest impact to create improvements. And a lot of times people will come to me and they will say, Dr. Siobhan, like, yes, everything you say makes so much sense in in these calls or on these webinars, but like when I'm in the moment, I lose all of that. And my response is always, of course you do. When you're in the moment and you're triggered and you're um, what we call in coaching, like your reptile primitive brain is activated, you are not going to be able to implement all of these strategies and all these techniques that your more mature prefrontal cortex is taking in right now. So it's important that you know that there's literally two sides to your brain in your interactions with your spouse. There is the part of you that is very rational, very mature, very strategic and intentional, and the part of you that is absorbing the information that I share deciding that it makes sense and it's the wise, healthy thing to do. And then there's the part of your brain that is the reactive emotional center that is driven by self-protection and is not going to do any of this, right? Even though it's stored in the other part of your brain, it's literally going to lock the door and make it incredibly difficult for you to execute on any of the wise, very sound coaching and advice that you get from being in my world. So that means that you want to spend the majority of your time first working through things in non-triggered situations. And the reason that that is so important when it comes to being prepared for anything is that part of an interaction going well or part of a conversation going well is how you start it. And in marriage, what is often an obstacle against us is that we're spending so much time to each other in communication, interacting with each other very passively that we're not conscious of how we're starting conversations, right? It's just like a comment is made just off the cuff, right? As you're opening the refrigerator door and like getting some water, you like say something and then there ensues a conversation. So I want you, as you take in and digest this idea of being prepared for anything, to think very specifically about times when you are first intentionally starting a conversation. So not necessarily those passing comments. And if you find that you're like, oh, wait, we're not actually intentionally starting conversations. Much of our communication is just in reaction to situations. Then you definitely want to rewind, right? All of this in terms of your thinking and begin to put into practice regular ways to start intentional conversations. The way I teach my clients to do that is by having a weekly check-in, all right? So for now though, 
we are going to remember that a lot of times those conflicts and those contentious conversations come from being in reaction mode to each other. And so the way that we become prepared for anything and we set ourselves up for success and we set ourselves up for different types of conversations, different outcomes from those conversations is by being intentional and by very thoughtfully considering how you want to be in a conversation and what you want to be doing in a conversation. That is how you become prepared for anything, right? Because we're never gonna be able to control our spouse, what they think, how they show up, but we can control ourselves. And so really being prepared is you having a handle on you while you're interacting with this other person that you love that can also press all of your buttons, okay? So the first place we wanna start is just the internal mindset because everything starts with what you're thinking and thereby what you're feeling and the energy you bring to an interaction. So the internal mindset, the first thing that I want to offer you is you having a mindset of self-integrity, meaning that you are committed to yourself and that you are committed to showing up as the way you want to show up instead of reacting to your spouse. And this just requires that you have a handle on yourself, that you spend a little bit of time thinking, how do I wanna show up here? Who is it that I want to be in this conversation and how can I honor myself? No matter what my spouse says, no matter what my spouse does, I am responsible and committed to being in integrity with myself, right? And inside my program, The Marriage Upgrade, we spend a lot of time defining who your level 10 self is so that you know exactly who that is, that there's no guesswork, there's no like cobbling it together. You know who you are. You know what it is to be your best as an individual and in partnership with your spouse. So you wanna be in self-integrity, committed to showing up the way you want to as opposed to being swept away in reaction to your spouse. The second internal mindset that you want to have is that of self-trust. I've talked about self-trust endlessly on this podcast, definitely of late. And so here when we're talking about self-trust within the context of being prepared for anything, you want to believe that you can handle any emotion that comes up for you in interacting with your spouse. And you want to believe that you will be okay even if the conversation, even if the interaction is disappointing. Self-trust is deciding, I am going to take care of myself. I am going to navigate this well. I am here for me no matter what. The third mindset that you want to have 
is that of endless and infinite patience. Meaning it is so important for you to really step into feeling prepared without pressure, without a rush. And so when you decide to mentally in your mindset, cultivate the energy of patience, what that creates for you is a removal of a lot of pressure that your spouse has to understand right now, that they have to agree right now, that they have to see things the way that you do right now. And this is so important because in many relationships, there's one person who is an external processor, meaning that they have to talk it out and that's how they understand and and reflect and take things in. And then there's another person who is more of an internal processor, meaning they might take in the information but need to sit with it, digest it, think about it in a lot of different ways before responding. And so if you have that dynamic in your relationship and you are the person applying so much pressure and hurry and rush because your energy is impatient, that's going to really create an ineffective way for your partner who might be an internal processor to really be able to meet you at their best. So you want to cultivate endless and infinite patience. Now, that doesn't mean that we have open-ended conversations that can like be unaddressed for years. It is literally the energy with which you approach things, right? It doesn't mean that you never close the loop or that you give them all the time in the world, but it is a posture and an energy that you come to the conversation with, where it's like a lighter and easier and breezier energy, as opposed to like hurried and like that tennis match that you do of like batting each other with your comments and trying to like disprove what they're saying so quickly. The fifth internal mindset that you want to cultivate is allowing your partner's response to not be what you want, right? So you want to essentially be prepared for them not to respond the way that you want to. So many times we enter conversations with like this secret agenda. We've played it out in our head and we're like, yeah, I'm going to say this. And like, this is definitely the thing to say to get them to understand or to get them to respond this way. And many times right? It doesn't produce that because your partner has their own brain. They have their own thoughts. They have their own opinions. They have their own experience of things. And they don't always see it the way that you see it. They don't often think about it the exact way that you think about it. And so when you haven't already decided ahead of time that I'm going to allow them to think the way that they think, I'm going to, you know, entertain the possibility that they might not say exactly what I want, what that does is it relaxes you. It helps you realize that the stakes in this exact moment are not so high, which again, calms down your energy. 
And you want to keep your energy as calm as possible because that is what is going to keep you in that part of your brain that's going to remember, that's going to be able to execute a lot of the tips and the strategies that I share here on the podcast, okay? So those are the five internal mindsets. I want to leave you now with five tangible, practical things to do. Now, many of these things I've talked about on this podcast in a variety of different ways, or I've covered them in some of my workshops and masterclasses. So my hope is that they won't sound new. Maybe they'll sound new, and that's great if they do. But also just to remind you, because so much of this work is being reminded of having it in front of us in multiple ways all of the time. So practical, tangible things in order to be prepared for anything in a conversation with your spouse, in an interaction with them. Number one is you want to actually do your work ahead of time and take the time Spend the time coming up with a variety of ways to initiate and approach a conversation. Now, I know that sounds like a lot of work, but you have to think about it this way. If you're willing to take the time to think about what are three different ways I might approach my spouse about this, that five to 10 minutes it might take you to do that, and that's generous is going to potentially save you five to 10 hours of frustration, resentment, aggravation because the conversation went left, right? So it is worth your investment in time on the front end to think about how might I approach this conversation? It's so funny. I did that recently with something with my husband and we were talking this weekend and he was like, we were doing our marriage check-in and he was like, yeah, you know, I really want to appreciate you for how you brought that conversation to me. And it really helped me be open to hearing your feedback and be open to your constructive comments. And we dissected it. I asked him specifically, I was like, well, what is it that worked for you specifically? Because I did give it some thought. And I was very intentional. And I want to know what landed well for you. I want you to have that same experience in your marriage. So it is definitely worth your time to think about what are maybe three different ways I could start up this conversation or this interaction with my spouse. Number two is to really, for yourself, get clear on the purpose and the positive intent for the conversation. So why are you having the conversation? And a lot of times when you're reactive, right, the reason you're having the conversation is you're venting, you want them to understand, but you're not having the most holistically positive intent for the sake of your marriage. So you just want to identify that for yourself. If you just take a minute to think about what's the point of this conversation I want to have with them? How can I look at this as a win for me and a win for them and not just one-sided? Number two is to focus on solutions and to focus on 
moving forward as opposed to rehashing the past and what has historically gone wrong. I have like the strongest radar and, and, you know, acumen for being able to show my clients where they are spending way too much time rehashing the past versus when they are focused on what to do now. And that is the question I want to give you to implement this strategy, to always be asking, okay, yes, that may have happened in the past. Yes, this is the thing. This is our pattern. This is the dynamic that keeps replicating itself. What do we do now? And this is the question to ask whether you are the person that tends to bring the past into the current conversation or if your spouse is the person that tends to do it, right? So when that is happening, there's obviously some unfinished business, some unprocessed emotion, some lack of resolution that keeps shoving the past into the current day. So you want to acknowledge it. You don't want to just dismiss it and like judge them or judge yourself, You want to acknowledge it. Okay, yes, that has happened. And what do we want to do to move forward now? Number four is to focus on one thing at a time. Again, this is why that mindset of cultivating an energy of patience will be so valuable. Because when you're patient and you know that we've got plenty of time to address this, I've got plenty of time to resolve this then you're not in a rush. You are not bringing in and piling on seven different issues when the conversation started out about one specific thing. So focus on one issue at a time and commit to yourself to staying on topic. And then the last thing is to pause. If I could have an entire podcast on pausing, (laughs) I probably would because it is so, so, so important. So you want to decide ahead of time when I feel myself dipping into reaction mode, getting really frustrated, I am going to pause. I'm going to call for a timeout. That is going to serve you so, so well. And knowing and giving yourself permission to pause even in the middle of a conversation is such a great asset when you think about preparing yourself for anything, right? Like knowing that like I'm prepared and also if something happens or is said that I'm not prepared for, I can ask for a pause and come back to it later, having done some work and being more prepared. All right. I hope that this has been helpful for you. We are in this new year. January is fire in terms of just the opportunity and just the invitation to really do things differently, to really create the change that you want within yourself, within your marriage, within the way that you communicate and interact with each other. And I hope that this episode today has given you a lot to think about and shift in terms of your mindset, as well as some very tangible 
tools to start implementing. If you would like more of my help doing this week by week, I want to invite you to consider working with me in one of my coaching programs. I have coaching programs for women who are ready to do this work on their own. I have coaching programs for couples who want to do this work together. There are both individual and private coaching opportunities for me to work with me privately for six months. And there are also group coaching opportunities to work with me inside my program, like the Well-Made Woman or the Marriage Upgrade, which is my program for couples. You can find out all about the ways that you can work with me on my website, drshavon.com. There is a tab there that says work with me. You can review each and every one of those programs and find what fits for you, what would be most supportive and you really creating the positive change that you want in 2024. Thanks so much for being here. I'll be back with you next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in. And now a question for you. What did you get out of this episode? The most important part of this work is applying what you hear. I hope you'll do that. And if you loved this podcast, you will love working with me directly even more. I invite you to my website, drshavon.com, to learn about my coaching programs and any live masterclasses I may be hosting. And of course, we will meet right back here for the next episode of the podcast. Until then, keep loving your marriage again.